from Berlin, The Wicked City, by David Larkins. Skype of Cthulhu presents The Call of Cthulhu Scenario Shrek Film. It's now January 1st, 1932. Uh, when you yes. all first got together, you were uh, dealing with the great inflation of 1924. <clears throat> But uh, thanks to the uh, knock-on effects of the American stock market crashed in uh, October of 29, the German economy has once again tanked. There's more than a half a million unemployed people in the streets. Um, there's more violence between the uh, right and left-wing militias. And uh, there's definitely an aura of uh, despair, sort of permeating over the city. Uh, Von Barton, your 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 fortunes remain intact. But uh, but uh, you don't have as much wealth as you had before. Okay. You're you you've let go some of the people that you had working for you, which was disappointing for you and particularly disappointing for them, but uh, just things became tight. Yes. Uh, and your willingness to fund movies, you you're, can do what you wish, but you are quite sure that if you experience a major failure, that could be it for you. So yes, yeah, so I'll be more I'll be more conservative in terms of funding movies. Definitely looking for other backers in this sort of climate. Okay. And on this particular chilly New Year's Day night, um, you are trying to forget your troubles as a group at Luna Park. Um, the park has seen better days. Its facades were once decorated in expressionistic styles and the painting is starting to peel and the, the boards look more battered. The park's most famous feature, a water slide, um, is closed for the season, um, which, you know, you can see that it's it's streaked with rust and with mold. And there's just trash and little piles against the fence posts in a forgotten um, corners. You've had a little night, I had a little dinner at the, uh, the Swivel House, it's a, or near, view of the Swivel House, which is this sort of odd attraction of a house that sort of rocks back and forth. Um, and as you pay your bill and get up to walk away, the chill air outside becomes more of a freezing fog. It's it's definitely, you know, late twilight now, getting into darkness. Um, the park managers are trying to have some sort of fireworks show, despite the cloudy skies and the limited budget. And so it's it's a little sad. I mean, every now and then a rocket sort of soars up and, Sometimes you can see the flashes of green and red and gold, and sometimes they sort of get uh, uh, into the clouds, and you can just sort of see the lights exploding behind the clouds. Um, and as you are um, walking uh, walking through, you're doing a little people watching, because, of course, you can still do that without spending money. Uh, could I have everybody give me perception? Or sorry, again, spot hidden rolls. 
<clears throat> Still a fan of your precious capitalism, Herr von Barton. Extremely success. Feeling there. That would be extreme success. Oh, no, just a hard success, sorry. Normal just a hard for me as well. <clears throat> sorry, what I'm arguing say? with Horst. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say, Felix? Felix did not say he failed. Ah, okay. Um... So, Wolfram uh, is the one that failed as well. Yes, yes. Um, so, um, Emil, you are the one who uh catches her eye. There's a young woman, maybe in her mid 20s, she's a bit underdressed for the weather. She's just wearing a, a light raincoat and a skirt with a small black hat. You know, it's just it's chilly, she should be wearing oh. a, a a jacket. She's got uh, mm -hmm. mascara running down over her eyes. Um, her eyes look like she is um, she's tired. She's clearly agitated about something as she's sort of moving in and out out of the crowd. Um, at some point, she sort of disappears in the crowd and with your role, you look down and you can see that where she just was lying on the wet ground is a folder. Um, that's made of some sort of heavy cardboard, uh, card-type material. Well, I guess I'd better pick it up. <laughs> no, I will, yeah, so I will go forward with my uh, umbrella up and uh, lean down and pick it up, and then I will look around for her. She seems to have disappeared into the crowd. Um, you don't get a sense that she dropped it knowingly. You get the sense right. that it slipped out. Yeah, no, that's why I'm looking for her. Um, I will, I guess, take a peek inside under the this this little pool of lamplight here. So, I mean, it it looks like there's a couple of photographs in there, a calling card. Again, the light's not really great. There's a newspaper clipping in there, uh, but the thing that sort of strikes you immediately is that there's a um, a, a um, three by seven photograph, three by three, sorry, three by five three by inch five? photograph. Um, and it shows your group, and there's two men and a women in that same photograph, and you are quite sure you have never seen those two men or women before. And how old are we in the photograph? Is it recent? It looks recent, yes. Oh, look at this. This looks to be a photo of us, but who are these three people? Do you know them? Look I assume we're all together. Yes. Yeah. Do they look familiar somehow? They do not. I flip it over to see if there's anything on the back. Like, who took the photograph or the date? Uh, no, there's nothing on the back in, of that photograph indicating where it came from. Are we there's uh, a lot of other material in here. It's, maybe there's some be some clue. Maybe we should go to the cafe and see if there's a little more light for us. No, there was a, a lot that went on in those days. I don't know about yeah. you, but I don't remember all of it. Oh, I agree. I agree. But perhaps this uh, newspaper clipping will tell us something. Oh, I should, be, I should be clear. It looks current to you as if it was taken today. And today is, you know, sometime after your... Your, recent, your your other oh, super current. 
Yes. Now, are they like in the photo? Are they with us or are they just sort of next to us? They're standing with you. As if you had all got together for. for so it's a posed, right? It's a posed photograph as if they were with us. Yep. That's what you're saying. Okay. Uh, yeah, perhaps oh. uh, there's something in Should the cafe. We... Uh, we can go in the cafe here. And Is there a cafe something. still open? Or... Must be. Uh, sure. Yep. Okay. Head to the cafe to have a look. Okay. With the yappy dog. The cafe yeah. with the yappy dog. Ah, uh -huh. uh, yes. The yappy dog cafe. <clears throat> yappy dog cafe. Mm. <laughs> he must well, be a real famous. Days, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, you are certainly able to uh, look through this and uh, let me put in the notes what it is you are finding. Actually, let me do this a little bit differently. Uh, so in addition to that three by five photo that you found of yourselves, um, there is also, I'm not sure how to do this because somebody's typing. Sorry. Uh, you're good. Yeah. Okay. There we go. There. There you go. So you find a photograph of uh, the, the you all with two men and a woman. You find a photograph of an actress that uh, certainly you in the film industry would recognize. And it's signed by her and dedicated to Count von Heldorf. There's a calling card with no name, merely an odd sequence of letters and symbols uh, and a phone oh, number. Sorry, I'm in the wrong place. That's why there's an issue. Yeah. <coughs> um, uh, are you back... now? Oh, sorry. Before you. Oh, there it is. Okay. I was about to ask you if, if we had to write this stuff down, but no, it's all written down. Okay. Carry on. You all carried out. Yes. Uh, and there's a phone number on the back. This is a phone number on this with the strange symbols and written in a fading pencil as a note may be able to help. There's a postcard depicting a tall brick tower looming up from the woodland surrounding a lake. There's a newspaper clipping dated from four years ago. It's headlining reading Murder in the Library. And then there's a film strip about six inches long. Huh. Um, Count von Heldorf, do we know him? Uh, if somebody wants to give me a credit rating, that would be fine. I don't mean know him, know him, but know who he is. I got a yeah, no, fast credit rating, though. Fail. I got a, I got an extreme success on that. Well, so anybody who has, does well enough in their credit rating knows that uh, Count uh, Heldorf is very active in right-wing politics here in Berlin. Mm. Okay. No name, answers, letters, and symbols. A thumbs on the A. Uh, Wolfgang, are you with us? Yes, I did say my credit rating. Uh, what is your occult rating? Occult? Yep. Hold on. It is high. <laughs> <laughs> I got a reasonable occult. Um, it's 44. Okay. Uh, 
With a 44, you can give me a roll, as can anybody who wants to roll in a cult. Uh, no, 90. Oh, uh, I got 25. a hard success on my occult. 12 out of 25. Sure. Uh, sorry, and how did you how did you do, Emil? Uh, just a normal success. Okay. Uh, Von Barton, uh, you recognize this. It is the um, it is a lodge or it is an occult organization uh, that is associated with Alistair Crowley, who has been living in Berlin for the last couple of years. Uh, that is, is got to do with this Alistair Crowley, some occultist. Oh, mm. uh, Wolfgang, you... To what are you... Would, is that yeah, the calling card you're I talking about? Yes. Yeah, he's very popular. Very famous. Murder so, in the library. Yeah, have Police a look at report that a young man, an employee of the Prussian State Library by the name of Ralph Schneider, was found dead at the library this morning, uh, which is uh, eight, 12 years ago, uh, found dead at the library this morning when other employees arrived for work. Poor Mr. Schneider was discovered on the floor of the rare books and manuscripts wing. Police inform us that foul play is suspected and ask any members of the public with information that may pertain to this case to contact Inspector Craig of the criminal police straight away. Dr. S. Mill... Somebody... Uh, director of the Prussian State Library reports that nothing seems to have gone missing from the rare books and manuscripts wing, although as the wing contains many thousands of volumes, it will take some time to make absolutely certain. Mr. Snyder was one of our brightest young librarians with a promising career ahead of him. His death is an absolute tragedy and has proven quite a blow to our staff, Dr. Milhau said in a statement to our reporter. We will naturally bring you further details of this shocking case as they become known to us. It's hard to believe they actually used to use this kind of font for a newspaper. But they may have. Uh, huh. So is this, this date is correct, 1926, which is when the we actually, no, no, we started in 1922. It seems to be slightly after your last um, set of experiences. Didn't you say it's now 1932? Yep. And we were in 1928. So the 1926 should actually be 1929 or something is what you're saying? Oh, no, it should be 28. Yeah. Or 28. Yep. Okay. Okay. That's what I was wondering. So the date is off. Okay. Yep. Uh, so this is Schneider. So he died just uh, four years ago, though. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. I hold up the film strip to the light. 
Um, so the first thing you notice is that it's a 35 millimeter nitrate film, which Ooh. is nice. I don't want to hold it too close to the light. Yeah. Uh, yes, you probably don't want to set it on fire, but uh, that's not um, likely to happen. So what you see is it's it's just a, a you know six inches or whatever. It's just a third of a second of real time, so you're not going to see any action. But if you hold it up, hold it up to the light, you can see that there's a, the cells are showing a, a woman. She is standing. She has a hand to her throat and she's looking concerned. Um, there's a shadowy figure in the background. Hmm. He is out of focus, although he looks to be male. Um, and it is apparent that this woman is the same one in the um, eight by ten photograph. You know, the countess. The three by five. It's now an eight by ten. It keeps growing. Uh, no, eight oh, by no, ten. Oh, eight by ten. Sorry, the glossy eight by ten. I got you. Yeah. Okay. Agnes. Um, you're all involved in the film industry. If you want to give me an intelligence role, Shirley. Oh, sure. I do do that. Okay. Do do. Um, you know that this little strip comes from a 1926 picture called The Student of Prague, which was directed by Henrik Galen and, star and starring the Countess, along with Conrad Vied and Weiner Viner Kloss. It was also released under the title The Man Who Cheated Life, and it concerns the story of a, a man who sells his soul to the devil for material wealth and then is confronted with an evil mirror version of himself. Black Dr. Faustus. Hmm. All right. Sorry, he sold his soul to the devil and then something about a mirror? He's given a mirror uh, he, that... He's confronted with an evil mirror reflection of himself. So a mirror is sort of a, a surrogate for the portrait of Dorian Gray type. Uh, and the last thing that you all have is that postcard. Uh, you've yeah. all been in Berlin long enough. You recognize this is the tall brick tower uh, that's the um, Kaiser Wilhelm term, which is a local landmark in the Grunwald district. And I will fill in some of these names and such in the uh, notes before next session, given I'm probably butchering the German left and right. That will make me less furious. I do want to be, <laughs> have you be less furious if I can. What's all this about, and why is our picture in this uh, folder? There's people in our picture. This is uh, like the, uh, I wonder if that woman I saw is one of those dolls, and maybe she dropped this thing on purpose. That's terrifying. It is, but, uh, I mean, this is like what happened before, where there was somebody mysteriously helping us. Too many times. Why do they always come to us? Seems we are yeah. cursed for some reason. <laughs> so let me give you a little more detail on that photograph because I was uh, not as clear as I could have been. Um, you are in the 
the photograph as you look at the photograph a little bit clearer, you can see that there is um, again two men. Uh, they are standing next to each other uh, and next to them is a, a woman. Um, as you sort of look at this picture just at the bottom of the frame, there's a um, a black poodle. And then there's a man who is shirtless with a ball gag in his mouth and a dog collar that's identical to the poodles. And the leash, there's a leash on the collar that connects to one of the men. Oh. What? We would have seen, we would have noticed if this had been next to us at some point today. Um, I am sure that Shirley went to the police way back in the day. Was it Horst who went with you? It is. Yeah, Shirley and Horst. Yep. To, the, to speak with uh, the Inspector Creed. Yep. Uh, the um, yes. The two of you recognize that the man who's on the leash is Inspector Krieg. He's the one with the ball gag? He's the one with the ball gag and leash on. Wasn't he the guy who was meant to be investigating the student? The yeah, the librarian. Yes. Mm. Well, it's Germany and what he does in his own time, no matter, right? <clears throat> How very bourgeois of him. I'm not surprised. Was this the inspector that we dealt you dealt with in regards to the Grossman case? It is. <sighs> and and, and in this picture, we're just like Standing with them, posing with them. Uh, you were just, uh, it's as if someone had sort of taken a picture and, and you were all sort of there. It's not, it's not a, it's not a, as you sort of look at it closer, you realize it's not posed in the sort of in a way like you all just sort of lined up, but it, it, it does seem like you were all there talking, talking to them. Yeah. Um, at the background, do recognize the background? Any places that we may have been in recently? Um, no, it, it's, um, it looks to be somewhat, um, I mean, it's not, it's not a blank wall. It might be someone's home. It might be, um, you know, a hotel room if it was particularly fancy. It could be, but it, it's not like, you know, an alleyway or something. You know what? I just realized I can use one of my film skills as a scientist that I haven't done before to see if this was some kind of special effect with a, you know, uh, double, triple, whatever exposure to put these people all together in, uh, in the back there. Mm -hmm. Could I do that? Well, probably not here right now. I mean, the sense of, you know, you don't have the equipment to be doing it, but you could certainly take it home and sort of figure out how that, that might be done. Yep. As don't you need to take the photo to a particular shop in order to accomplish such things? Uh, well, there's my shop. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's right. We could go there. We could also um, maybe blow up some of these stills from this film strip. 
Surely you are, as always, a delight. Let's let, let's do that. Okay, so you're going to go to Shirley's film shop. Wolfgang, do you think you could get us an invite to meet this Mr. Crowley? Hmm. Well, it's been a while since since I've been, you know, since after what happened to us, I kind of stay away from those circles. But um, let me roll. <laughs> Something. <laughs> Roll the bones and see if you get another. Like yeah. Draw the ten. What, what can I roll uh, to see if I have a contact maybe on the? Still, you know, I purchase books and stuff like that. So. Well, I mean, the obvious answer is you have a phone number on this calling card. Uh, but certainly, you know, uh, you know, occult bookstores. I'm not even going to make, given that you successfully did an, an, a seance, I'm not going to make you roll to see if you do that. I mean, it's they're mm -hmm. closed for the night now. You'll have to go tomorrow, but um, that seems fine. It doesn't seem like it will take much for you to know somebody who knows where Crowley is these days. Crowley is okay. um, is a struggling artist, which means he relies on the kindness of strangers. Um, often without the strangers necessarily fully agreeing to what they're giving. <laughs> and we're pretty strange, so we should be mm. right up his alley. Oh, yes. Hardly any stranger. Yes, exactly. Okay. Uh, so you could certainly do that in the morning if you wanted to sort of go to some bookstores. That seems reasonable. Does anybody else wish to do anything for tonight? Are you calling it a night? Um, well, are we going to look at the photo tonight? Or? Yeah, I thought we would do the photo stuff tonight. Let's head down and do the photo stuff. I mean, I've still got my car. I mean, I'm driving these days rather than actually having a person driving. But Okay. Uh, yeah, so as you... Um, as you make it's not possible to park right next to, to the park. I mean, it's New Year's Eve. People were there. Um, you just need to go across the bridge and get over to where uh, the street that you could park on nearby. Not a problem. Uh, is anybody uh, going sorry, someplace what, else? Is um, the young lady mm -hmm. is is not, I presume, uh, the actress like we don't she's not. Uh, Agnes Esterhazy or anyone else that we recognize. No, you didn't recognize her and she is not in any of the photos that you've seen. Okay. And she was dressed um, cold. Like she wasn't dressed for the weather, but she wasn't dressed particularly. She sounded like a pretty normal, like she, she looks like a billion other people in terms of how she was dressed. Absolutely. She looks like yeah. somebody who's, you know, struggling to make ends meet that's why she was wearing that jacket, but but not crazy or mad or anything like that. And what about the folder? Is it um, does it have any writing on it? Is it from a library? Does it have a printer's address? I don't know, I don't know what folders do, but does it have any information on it? Uh, it doesn't have any information. Um, it is of a heavy card stock, so um, it's the sort of thing that you might use for a you know 
assembling together a dossier, mm -hmm. uh, which suggests that maybe this person works for the police. Maybe this person works for a newspaper. Maybe this person works for an investigator of some sort. Somebody, somebody who wants to have, you know, a quality way of keeping all the important papers together. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking tomorrow we should go around to the uh, Berliner, whatever the <laughs> it's cut off, of course, but the this newspaper and see if they have any more information. But that's tomorrow. Yep. Uh, Felix and Otto, are you all interested in doing anything different than going to the Photoshop? Nope. Okay. Nope. No, I thought I would help with the Photoshop. No problem at all. Okay. Um, great. And Horace, are you coming with them? I got nothing better to do. Nice. Must be somebody you can look for. Somebody you can preach to about the proletariat. Uh, yeah, all of you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it might stick someday. Especially the American. I mean, clearly... Your laissez-faire capitalism has completely failed uh, in your country and now the world, so. <clears throat> Sweetie. <laughs> you prefer you prefer to you prefer to uh, throw your lot in with the fascists then? No, no, I'm just saving up to go home. <laughs> ah, you're home. Quickly turning communist. Yes. Very good. <laughs> All right, um, so um, you can leave Luna Park. There's a bridge that sort of gets everybody over to there. Um, you know, it's the, the the fog is sort of still rolling in, but you've got neon lights from different, uh, you know, businesses that are open right now, as well as the street lights. Um, and as you get to the other side, uh, you quite suddenly out of the fog, you can hear sounds there's police whistles, they're shouting, they're shattering glass. You can hear running feet coming towards you. Uh, this is unfortunately becoming fairly common that some sort of riot or another is breaking out. And you are all you all realize that whatever is happening, whatever confrontation is happening, it is going to envelop you if you don't move from this area. Yeah, I was going to find some side alley or doorway at least, but someplace to get out of this and try to pull us into it. We're walking to the car still, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, make a, a move to the side and duck behind Emil. Okay. So you're doing that. Uh, Felix, what are you doing? I mean, if the group is moving together, I will keep moving with them. Okay. Uh, yep. Unless so you're... If, we're, if we're scattering, then I guess I'll... Well, so far, well, two of them are sticking together. Let's find out what others are doing. Otto, are you sticking with the group? Or are you scattering so you're not a large target? No, I, you know, I think I'll take cover with the group. Okay. Von Barton? Same here. I'll be taking cover with the group. Okay. Horst? Yep. Okay. 
Uh, and with that, Felix, what would you like to do? As I said, Back I'll stay, stay with them. <laughs> okay. Uh, so uh, it it's hard. You're sort of undercover. It's hard to sort of uh, get what's going on uh, through the fog and the lights and such. Uh, the, there's some of it you're able to see from the lights from the street lights. Some of it you're able to see people as you know guns go off and there's a little flare in front of them. Uh, there seems to be a the conflict seems to be involving uh, the police. Um, and they are in conflict with uh, what you recognize as, you know, there's several hundred brown shirts running around. Um, and they seem to be clashing with a similar number of uh, members of what you've come to know as the Iron Front, which is an anti-Nazi, anti-Bolshevik paramilitary group. Um, and they are, all, you know, it's just mayhem. People are throwing fists, they're throwing bricks. Uh, nobody can see things, you know, people are yelling out in pain. Um, and, and the crowd is sort of, keeps sort of moving as this blob, blob, blob towards you. Um, can I get a group, uh, whatever the Heidi type thing is? Stealth? Stealth, yeah. I'm at base. I'm at 20 at base, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, surely stealthier than that. You guys are going to have to go. Give it a go, well, Edwin. Right. Sure. Check him because I think I was stealthy. No, Hold on. I got 20. Yeah. But you, I assume you wanted the lowest person. Right? I did want the lowest. Yes. A group, group, yeah. group. Yeah. One. yeah. Uh, There's different ways of doing group roles, but yeah. that's. Uh... <clears throat> oh, what are the other ways? I've always just done the lowest, but. Uh, there's having, I think having everyone do it, and if half the people succeed, um, maybe that's D&D. Oh. Maybe making that up. Does it matter if I start yelling out uh, insults at the fascists? Well, I did roll an 80, <laughs> so probably not. So that is that is exactly <laughs> what happens. Is You uh, you do yell out insults at the fascists, which is why the group is sort of swarming towards you. Um, I'm, you guys, you, you all can either stay here and fight, or you can uh, try to run away. Is uh, I am trying to run, and I will continue to do that. Yeah, okay. I think that's uh, wise. Von will be retreating quickly, not running, but <laughs> retreating quickly. That's what the army say. Okay. Is everybody, I assume everybody is. Well, a, yeah. Is, yeah, yeah so. you know, Wolfgang is, is not a fighter, so yeah, I'll, I'll go with him. I will be very disappointed by my friends who are tacitly supporting the fascists, and I will absolutely start fighting. Okay. Uh, the rest of you who are fleeing, are you trying to stay together or just trying to get away by yourselves? Uh, I would try to keep people with, because I feel like I'm actually able to help people in a fight, so I would try to stick with them. All right. Is there anybody who's trying to sort of break away? Yeah, Felix is just trying to get away. He, uh, there's been a marked change in Felix over the the intervening time um, since he went insane, and he hides from a fight now. Okay. Um, 
Horst, uh, give me a luck roll. A luck roll, you say? You say. Oh, uh, that's not... 88, that's not going to be a success. Um, well, uh, it's fine. You didn't fumble. Um, uh, there there are shots running out. Are you are just going to sort of find yourself in melee for a while? Probably. Excellent. Well, um, <laughs> uh, why don't you give me... Uh, let's just sort of... Uh, Enact this through by giving me three. Do you are you going to try to get a gun, or are you just going to brawl your way through this? Oh, I'm just going to brawl my way through it. Okay, so give me three brawl rolls. What is my brawl these days? Still very low. Fail. Fail. Up. Up. Uh, can I spend luck? Of course you can. <laughs> <laughs> I like the battle stick cry. it to the fastest. Good job. Yes. Then I will spend three points of luck uh, <laughs> to make that third one a success anyway. All right. So uh, you can take f- uh, four points of damage uh, okay. from people who sort of beat up on you. Um, sure. And at some point, you know, this all becomes, you know, the, 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 you you can see that the police are sort of lining up with rifles and ready to start just shooting into the crowd and let God sort it out. At that point, the fascists, the not fascists, all sort of say, "Yeah, we're out of here." Can I change my uh, my thing? I was thinking when my friend Felix breaks away from us, I might uh, sort of turn and take off with him or try to catch up to him. Okay. Um, me, give, yeah. yeah, that's fine. Give me a spot hidden roll. Oh, to find him. Okay. You think I'm going to find myself? And no, 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 no. Uh, that is a. I'll spend two to make it a hard success. All right. You are able to track him down. That. Uh, Felix, there's somebody who's running up behind you. (laughs) What is your mood these days? Do you suffer people or do you just, uh, all right, well, I will be coming. Am I out in the open? Am I in an alley? No, no, you're down in, you're down in an alley. You're making your way down a side, Uh, down a side street. I hear footsteps behind me and I find like a bunch of trash cans to hide behind. Felix, Felix, come on, it's all right, it's all right. We can go together, it's okay, it's safer, let's go. Where are we going to go? This way, away, we'll go away. All right. Um, As you're running down here trying to catch up to him, could you give me another spot hidden roll, Otto? Ah. For the club that's heading for my my head. Um, I'm going to have to spend some more luck on that. We'll do... uh, Three points to make that a success. Um, okay. Uh, so you don't see the trio of aluminum garbage cans uh, as you're sort of moving across the street and you, it, there's this clattering of noise and this pack of stray cats just bolt around. Um, and um, yeah, so this is. Uh, Felix, you see Otto running down. He's calling out to you, and uh, uh, he's just, you know, falling over himself, basically onto the ground. 
out. I'll I'll creep out from my hiding spot and go help him up, looking around like completely uh, in a cowardly fashion, you know, making sure mm. that nobody's looking at me. So yeah, so what you see uh, as Otto is trying to pull himself up is that coming out from the darkness behind in the him in the fog Uh-oh. is what you first think is a some sort of naked hairless cat uh but as it starts to get close to auto you can see that i'll just put this in the old notes you can see it has sort of a a human-like face with this expression of malice um and it has tiny human-like hands at its edge of its claws um and it is it is moving towards with savage intent towards Otto, and I think you'll give me a sanity roll. Uh, yeah, definitely will. Uh, that's barely a success. Okay, so no loss for a success. Um, and as this thing is creeping towards Otto, I think we'll call it there for the night. <laughs>